Reality, the podcast. Hello, Pod Tribe. I'm your host, Bobby Joe, and you're listening to Refined Reality, the podcast. Shout out to the amazing co host, Tracy, aka Miss Money Queen. Thank you, Bobby Joe, and hello, beauties. Today on our episode, we're going to be discussing an important topic for myself, and it's all about relationships relationships that we may have with others, with ourselves, and how those relationships are important for our growth, for our life to come. And yeah, just interacting with other people is really important. That's a great topic. It, it really is. We Every day we interact with someone. Yeah. You and know, there's never a day that you're truly alone. You're right. The only time you're alone is when you're with yourself. But even then, you always got a constant battle going on in that brain. Through and you know, with the technology and ev- everything, the way of the world, I mean, someone's always at your fingertips. Yeah, that's that's another way to look at it. Digital kind of relationship building is something that's becoming more and more prevalent, especially with what's been going on with the pandemic, as we can't for a while not see our close ones like our friends or acquaintances, people that we usually see on a day-to-day basis. We are now confined with immediate family, immediate friends that we see that are in our closer circles. But I want to put an importance on the different type of relationships that we have in our lives and the important factors and the more important facets that they bring to our life and the meaningful impact that it does do for our growth. And I'd like to think that everyone that you meet is, there's a purpose for it. There's always an intention for it. There's a lesson to be learned or for you to teach someone else a lesson. So I want us to keep that in mind today when we're talking is that we want to go through the different type of relationships and what they mean for us and what they can mean for others. What about you? True, because it is crucial to establish a balance between your mind, body, and soul. And, you know, you're, I mean, even on your blog, you're always talking about, you know, if it's not financial harmony, it's how you're at harmony with yourself. Yeah, it's been like that. That's, that's something that I strive for, that I work for, that I've been really finding an importance in my life. To bring that harmony, not only on a financial or business standpoint, but for myself individually as a person, being able to work with people, to coincide with people, to relate to people is really important because we may think that we're on this planet alone. We're going we're gonna to be brought into this planet alone. We're going to die alone. But the people we meet are like the really important facets I think in in our lives and the little bit of tidbits we can take from each relationship and to the next and what we can bring to the table is something that's beautiful and we we shouldn't take for granted. I agree. And honestly, it really having, you know, mean of meaningful relationships, you know, at work and hobbies and just knowing your yourself, you know, what you want in people. It just enriches, you know, 
your experience with life in general. You know, I realized, you know, learning about myself, I need to surround myself with animal lovers. That's just an important energy. That's an important, you know, thing for me to have. It just makes me feel good. Yeah, it's really important to find people around you that kind of vibe with you that are on the same kind of level as you because then it makes the relationship even more profound, more meaningful. And that can be across the board. There's different type of relationships. Um, You mentioned individuals who are animal lovers, but you can also have relationships with animals. Pet owners, you're a pet owner. You have pets you have four dogs four beautiful (laughs) dogs that you that you love dearly and for some people in this lifetime animals are an important relationship for people I have pets myself and it's it's something that a lot of people may take for granted they they might look at a pet like oh they're just a pet but for some it's a companion it's a family member it's something that it's someone rather that is important for them it depends on everyone's perspective, I guess. And I'm the type of person who believes in different kinds of love. You know, every relationship to me ha- is associated with a, dip- a different type of love, a different type of respect. You know, I mean, my my babies, my fur babies, you know, I, I consider myself a fur mama. You know, they're, they're my babies. They're pure. They're sensitive. You know, they're, they're so aware if I'm upset, they're just so sweet. And, you know, you see things where people, you know, merch and stuff where people will say, you know, be the person that your dog thinks you are (laughs) because you really do, you know, learn a lot about yourself through others and, and even animals, you know, like how they are how they respond to you. You know, it's nonverbal, but it's still communication. And I find it really interesting with, with animals is that the only type of relationship really is like nonverbal cues. So you really have to accustomize yourself and familiarize yourself with the kind of physical cues, the things that you have to pick on that you don't necessarily have the opportunity with an animal versus with a person where a person can tell you exactly how they're feeling or what they're thinking Whereas an animal, all you have is nonverbal to to base yourself on. But animals, they're especially dogs, they're they don't call them man's best friend for nothing. Like they will sit at your doorstep until you arrive home and they're gonna be super happy when they see you. They're gonna be happy all the time. And it's this unconditional love that they offer people. And I think that's why so many people have a bond and build a connection. Right on cue. That's great. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Some are pretty verbal, more so than others. But uh, no, uh, they're just, I don't understand how people can be cruel to animals or don't like animals. You know, I just can't relate. I mean, when I was a child, I remember, you know, my dad telling me about the whole man's best friend thing. And I was obsessed with all dogs go to heaven and 101 Dalmatians, uh, I remember, you know, honestly thinking that, you know, dogs were 
put on earth as, you know, sort of guardian angels because really all they do is love unconditionally. That's so true. A dog's purpose made me cry like a little baby. It was quite entertaining oh for my, my kids. <gasps> I cried too. Oh, I was like drowning in my tears. It was ugly and snotty and every time I oh such a good movie. But yeah. So good. And go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um but yeah, animals are a kinship, they're a friendship that we often take for granted and I just I personally love those kind of friendships. They even for my kids, it's something that brings a lot of joy and you can just see because kids are are a pure form of soul than when you're an adult, right? So it kind of matches the same vibe as a as an animal because they're just pure at heart and they don't have any ill intention. So you just kind of see that exude when you see them kind of interact with each other. Yeah. And I mean, based on that, it it must be a lot like interacting with your own children, you know, like your human children, I should say. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities because I hear all the time some people who decide not to have children, let's just say for example, and they have pets and they kind of mimic the same thing as 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 people who have children of their own as similarities to that because us as humans when we're born we're born in the purest form where we have no kind of negativity and then experiences happen and tainted experiences happen and then it kind of formulates different negative emotions whereas pets you can see that 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 could happen where if you have a pet that's constantly abused then they that kind of portrays on themselves and they become either high anxiety or angry all the time where you have those pets that are kind of uncontrollable, but those are because of humans. It's not because of pets. It's because of humans that do that to pets. I, I agree. I've, I have so many rescues and the behavior problems, you know, it, it's, it's all trauma mm-hmm. and it, it's unreal. It's unreal. You know, um, like sometimes it makes me wonder because, you know, you could choose to have a pet, you know, that that's part of a family that could be chosen, you know, other family members, not so much, you know, you don't choose who your parents are. You don't really choose your children. You know, there's so many different types of families, especially nowadays. And that's, and that speaks a lot of volume and it kind of ties into other kind of relationships that's on the spectrum. And one relationship that I want to highlight is, and which is an important relationship to have is with yourself because not having a good relationship with yourself will kind of emulate into the relationships that you have with other people. And those can have a negative impact. So really important to have a good relationship, a good base with yourself, because if you don't love yourself, if you're not good to yourself, then you won't be able to offer that to others. And to be honest, one person that you're going to be spending your whole life with continuously is yourself. So make that count, make it a good one, and don't hate yourself too much because there's so many more good days than there are bad days. And we tend to focus so heavily on the bad negative ones that we kind of overshadow the good days. 
So it's, it's to try to keep reminding ourselves of the good times. Right. But like, do you think, you know, before we, not everyone really knows themselves that well, you know, and I, I feel like the first, I mean, personally, I know the first relationship I ever had was with my family, my immediate family, my mother and my father, you know, it expanded to my grandparents, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins, you know, people I, that were just constantly in my life. And, you know, I just realized, hey, they're always, you know, more or less in my situation going to be in my life. You know, they, these people helped me learn a lot about myself. There was a lot of influence, you know, some areas a lot more influence than I would have liked, you know, looking back on that, but it is what it is. And, you know, it's important to not take your, your family for granted, I think. Yeah. And family can be not only like blood family where you're born into that family, but it's kind of who you want to bring into your immediate circle that you want to spend day to day time with. And like you said, they have a big impact on you. Whereas for me, my relationship with my father was a huge impact on me and how we're very similar in characteristics. Um, I'm bullheaded, hardheaded. So is he. So we constantly had this kind of battle of going at each other's throats more or less, but in a, in a good way, not always in a bad way. And I think that we learned a lot from each other and he kind of grew up in a really tough environment and, and a really hard childhood. And like I was talking about earlier, it's, it's taking the good versus the bad because he didn't let that negativity, those hardships overcome his life and control him. Moving forward, he tried to focus on the good things and the importance of not taking family for granted because some of his own relatives, like his, his father and things like that, that happened in his childhood were not exactly great relationships to have with people you think that are your family that are supportive. So I'm a big I'm a big supporter of having even friends, like really close friends that I consider family because kind of like ride or die, like you you do anything for them. And if they were to call you all of a sudden in the middle of the night needing your help, you would do it without hesitation. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, family doesn't mean blood relation, you know, it doesn't mean children. There are people who are estranged to their blood relatives, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you said, it's those that don't leave you you know, in, in the bad times, in your moments uh, of need, you know, that they're always going to be there because, you know, bad times are just, you know, they're, they're inevitable. Mm -hmm. They're just there. And it's, you know, so important. Like as I've aged, my definition of family has really changed. You know, before it's, I didn't have a choice. It was my situation. You know, I still love my birth, you know, I call my origin family, but after moving far away from all my origin family, you know, I sort of made my different subfamily and it's a lot of non-relations, you know, who are, who are been really there for me and thick and through thick and thin and, and supportive and creating family is such a beautiful thing. And I feel like there's no right or wrong. You know, I see people who, you know, they, you know, whether it's same sex or childless, 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, blended, huge blended families, you know, um, that classic, you know, mom, dad, children. I mean, if that, that's your jam, like you, you know, like you said, know yourself, know what kind of family you want to be a part of, know what you have to offer and know what you would like to receive from others. Yeah. Because acquaintances, you know, they, they can become family one day. Yeah. And acquaintances, a lot of times we underestimate the importance of those people in our lives. When you think about acquaintances, you think about people who come in and out of your life that don't necessarily stay with you throughout your whole traje- trajectory, but are rather people that you meet, let's just say, at the workplace or someone that you met at the grocery store or someone that you see every morning grabbing your coffee. But little do you know how much of an impact they do have on your whole lifespan, whether it's them brightening up your day by smiling at you or telling you how the weather is going to be so then you have an outlook of what the day is going to be or just little things like that that have a continuous impact. And a a huge thing that I look at when I used to work in the environment that I worked in was a lot of acquaintances that I knew. And you build connections with people and that helps you even in work environments because a lot of the times they say in, in, in work, it's not what you know, who you know. So if you build those relationships with people, it can really help, you know, build your, your network of people that you can anchor on and use for any other events or things that's going on in your life. You may not know that, oh, the gardener that I see every day that comes and does the gardener, gardening around work might know so-and-so that can connect you with someone that will eventually help you in a passion project. I don't know. I'm just giving you an example, but those kind of things are important. Cause you know, like that saying, it's a small world. There's someone who knows someone, you know, who knows someone. Yeah. And personally I married my acquaintance (laughs) that it, I didn't know him from before. You know, he wasn't a friend of a friend. He was someone I met in passing I Over the span of a month and a half, you know, um, we met in college and he was dating another girl at the time, actually. And he was older and I was 18, fresh out of high school. He was in his fourth year of college and we, he just ended up with a friend coming to my dorm, you know, and that friend was there because of my roommate and he just saw me going about my day, you know, and it was like, oh, hi, just a hi in passing, you know, and then two weeks later, oh, hi, you know, first conversation, then just random conversations. And it was just like a feeling, you know, like an interest, like, oh, okay, he has a girlfriend, you know, oh, he's cute. He's nice to talk to, you know, normally you wouldn't put that much more thought into it. You know, then years went by. We went, did our own things. Life got in the way. Then we randomly met a few times again, you know, and we ended up both being single at the same time, hung out again through, through a friend of a friend for his birthday. You know, acquaintances put us in contact. And I mean, we're, we're married. We've been together for eight years now. <laughs> yeah. And it's very random. Boom, just like that, that kind of proves my point where we have to cherish those kind of 
relationships because you never know what it may develop into. And another kind of relationship that I want to bring to the table that's not always necessarily a good relationship that we want to think about is foes. People that we love to hate or hate and don't necessarily like, you always have that one person that you're like, you know what, I really don't like this person. And you just have this bad vibe. But one important thing I want that I do that I try to avoid getting into that cycle of negativity is to, if you're the type of person that doesn't like someone because A, they talk behind your back or, or are really a bad person and, and, and are not vibing well with you, don't get sucked into that. Don't start becoming that person and start bad-mouthing that person because then you're just going to become like them. So I think it's really important to take that relationship and learn from it. And it gives you life lessons to try to avoid to become that. Because in the end, we all tend to gravitate towards people who are like-minded, who have similar interests, who have similar vibes. But there's always those people that are either like a lower vibration or higher vibration than our personalities. And it's really important to acknowledge that, but not get to that level if you want to become that, if it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know about you, but when I see a foe, you know, even if it's someone, it's like, I don't know why I like you. I don't like you. And then I meet up with them, you know, in a group or, you know, they're there and it's like, Ugh, that's why I don't like you. And, you know, just play pleasant, run the other way. But for me, foes really has a subcategory and that's for enemies. <laughs> you know, those, <laughs> those friends of your friends that are always just going to be there and it, it's like it drives you nuts, you know, are those, you know, because no one's perfect. No. no one's perfect. You're not going to get along with everybody all the time, you know. Um, but I, I have quite a bit of frenemies, you know, in, in back home, you know, people that I realize like our, fre- our frequencies, where we're going, like we were just so different that it was definitely not an attraction by opposition. And I think it's good you to know, have, I've I've had those acquaintances. And it's good to have those acquaintances and to acknowledge that and to know that. But at the same time, don't let it overcome you and be a constant kind of conversation piece where you have with other people talking about other people. You know, the gossiping, uh, I agree. the bad mouthing, the, those kind of traits are not necessarily traits that you want to bring to the table, especially if you're with a, a crew of people that are happy, go lucky, kind of a higher vibration, because it only takes one person to bring like a crew down as far as emotions go. I find people mm. focus on the negativity versus the positive. You have someone that's constantly nagging or someone constantly con- complaining or someone constantly bad mouthing. And all of a sudden, you just feel the whole room kind of become gloomy. It takes like mm-hmm. a fraction of a second for that to happen. And I try to not get into that. If I hear people talking bad mouthing about other people, I don't participate in it, I don't elaborate in it. And I change the subject and talk about something else or make them laugh or 
that's my kind of coping mechanism when it comes to those things. I try not to get sucked into that because I find it so easy to get sucked into those kind of things. Yeah, it's and that's the thing too, where like there's a fine line between venting, you know, to to a confidant friend, yes. you know, because there are so many di- different types of friends, and then putting out negative behavior where it's just a reflection on yourself. You know, it's if you're bad mouthing someone, just a bad mouth, you know, an attacking character. You know, because again, everyone's different. No one's perfect. You know, if you're overstepping that line of respect, yeah, you know, that's on you as a person. You know, like that 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 that's not a great quality. You know, no. we should all aim to put our best foot forward. You know, and again, like when I mention, I have a lot of frenemies. You know, there are people that it's like I have so much in common with, and when things are good, it's good. It's great. And then, you know, when they're in a place or doing certain things and exploring certain energies, whether it's partying or, you know, hobbies that I have no interest in or a different type of job or, you know, they all have kids and they get together for mommy's mommy playdates and whatnot, you know, I just go my own way when it comes to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because again, you don't have to have everything in common with everybody. And one quote that I really love that kind of brings everything all together is no matter the experience, no matter how bad it may seem, holds within a blessing of some kind. The goal is to find it. And that's by Buddha, by the way. But it comes into play with relationships. So yes, there's the bad, there's the ugly, there's the good. There's all those different type of relationships that are going to intertwine in your lifetime. And it's just to find a balance. And if you do find yourself in a situation where you make you say something bad or something mean or something not nice, then own up to it, apologize, and move on. I I I'm not perfect myself. I've come into situations where I said really bad things that I shouldn't have said. And I think it's trying to catch myself at that moment and try to say, like, oh shit, I just said something that I shouldn't have said. And own up to it and apologize. It's always important to treat others how you would like to be treated, really, you know, and accept that not everyone sees things the same way and not everything is malicious. You know, you got you got to develop sort of um, tough skin, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, life would be unthinkable without friendship. I could imagine being alone all the time, being born alone, like, you know, existing alone. Like, to me, that's not living. You know, I mean, I'm an extrovert and my husband, he's up, op- we're opposites attract. He's, he's an introvert, you know, but even him, he, he, he needs a dog or, you know, me every now and then someone. Yeah. It's, uh, it comes down to knowing who you want to be around and making the effort and working at the relationship because no relationship is going to be easy and you're going to learn a lot of things. You're going to learn sometimes that, Hey, this relationship's run its course and you move on or this relationship's amazing. I never want to lose you. Or you have relationships with your pets, with your family, with your friends, with acquaintances, with foes, with animals. But at the end of the day, the relationship I think by far is the most important is the one that we all have with ourselves and taking care of ourselves. I mean, so many people move on you know, from other people, from other relationships. And it's like, that's okay. I don't feel 
that moving on is a bad thing. You know, sometimes you just grow apart organically mm-hmm. and you don't need to burn bridges. You know, at the end of the day, the only one you're ever truly stuck with is yourself. So be kind to yourself. Yeah, be kind to yourself. You got that right, Bobby Joe. Done. Well, that was refined and real. Many thanks to you, our listeners, for staying with us until the very end. For more about us and what we do, check us out on our Facebook page, Refined Reality, the podcast. And a huge shout out to Architect for building our music. Like what you hear? Check out his info in our description. Until next time, get some R&R. Stay curious. This is Bobby Joe signing off.